Hi, my name is Inez Simpson and this is one of the series of videos and audios about the holistic therapy process called the Simpson Protocol. I'm talking to the people who have experience with Simpson Protocol and what they think of the process and the results they have found. So if you are the person who desires positive change in themselves and those they come in contact with, I believe you'll find this interesting. Okay, let's see what's going on. Okay, hi, I'm Inez Simpson and today I'm interviewing Greg Beckett. He's our LA trainer. So I'm just going to give it, um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about your background. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, hi, Inez. Thanks for having me. It's been, it's been a minute, right, that we've been by ourselves to have a conversation and stuff. We're usually yeah. in our groups and stuff like that. Um, I've been a hypnotist. Uh, I trained in uh, 2000. Mm -hmm. um, had a wonderful trainer here. Her name is uh, Juanita Holmes, Dr. Juanita Holmes in Los Angeles. And uh, started off, you know, I was doing it part-time for quite a while, and I was worked in advertising. I was actually uh, media research and in corporate America, in entertainment, and um, and that sort of thing. And it was funny, when I first graduated my class, right, my first client, like, was someone in my in my work that pulled me into one of the conference rooms and says, you have to hypnotize me right now. I have a presentation to give and I'm freaking out. <laughs> and I was like, I'm freaking out too, but okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did it part-time for many years and then full-time. And I, I actually met you at the National Guild of Hypnotists conference mm -hmm. um, in Massachusetts. I yeah, I went to the conference. I started going to the conference here before the internet was really big, right? Way back when, you know, um, it was it was very interesting because you learned. For me, I learned what my teacher taught me when she was wonderful, very like personable, a lot of rapport and everything. But there was so much more that I didn't know, and I didn't know I didn't know it until I went to the conference and started going to the conference and learned so much more. And that's where you introduced me to Simpson Protocol. And now I, I work out of uh, my office and online in Los Angeles and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, do all sorts of stuff with hypnosis. So do you remember what you first thought when we taught you the Simpson Protocol? I, I, I can tell you, I signed up just by reading about it, right? For the extra, because it was an extra yeah. class. It was a, either a pre or post or something. And I... Uh, I could tear up thinking about it because at the time Ted was with you and we were doing EFT prior to doing um, the Simpson protocol because it was just a way of getting people to relax and all that kind of stuff. And so we were doing the EFT and I started crying. And uh, then you needed a volunteer. So since I was already primed and ready, <laughs> I was the volunteer. And I had never heard any of the questions for Simpson Protocol. I never, didn't really know a lot about it. I just knew what was described to me. And I found it fascinating because I remember um, there's certain portions of it, like the foundation work where we ask, how did that little spirit feel coming into this world? And those sorts of things. And I was just sobbing with these questions. And you, you tried to hand me a tissue. I said, leave me alone. 
<laughs> I don't want I had snot coming out. I was crying, sobbing, because no one has ever asked those questions. And for me to have it being in that state of hypnosis and conscious watching, because you know, the conscious is making sure we're okay and everything, is going, oh my gosh, what is this question? Oh my gosh, yeah, oh my gosh, yes, yeah, <laughs> you know. And so we, we we did the demo and then and and finished up with me and um went and I was surprised by a lot of the questions and how they were answered uh with my idiomotor response. It was not what I would think I would answer, right? And when we were done and we were going to um lunch, I remembered very specifically, I got up um and very vividly, I got up and I went outside. And I started to take a right, which is a habit or whatever. I don't know. And I go, and I stop myself and say, oh, why am I doing this? I don't have to go that way. And I went another way somewhere else. And I was like, that was weird. And I feel like for me, it was just the beginning with some protocol and all the work we do is just allowing changes to be not saying, well, why am I choosing to not go this way? I'm going to go this way because I have to, this is the way I always get, you know, people come up with all these reasons. But for me, I just said, okay, let's just go a different way. And, and the way I work with clients or the way I perceive life in general is we have to make a change to make a change. Yeah. And sometimes it's as simple as in the morning as to change one of your habits I, 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 when I get in a rut at times, I go out with my dogs, I take them out of walk, but I'll go left instead of right. You know, you just have to take a different path, be it in your physical life or even after doing some hypnosis, you have to allow that change. You have to allow it. If you don't allow it, then there's, does that answer your question? My first, my first sense of protocol. Yeah, that sure does. Um, <laughs> I wondered if you remembered the interesting demo in Hypnothoughts. Which, uh, uh, which one? Are we, you don't are we remember oh, the demo we had? You and I? Or well, the one no, I watched? That I this did. One? I watched. This one? Yeah. This one? Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget that one. <laughs> <laughs> and what's interesting, when I, I was sitting in the back, people were getting all nervous. This I don't know how much you want to talk about it. Because yeah. it's online and stuff. So... The 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 um, the subject right was hitting themselves a lot during the, the demo, and people. Because I was in the back of the room with you, but I was in the back of the room. You were in the front doing the demo. People are like getting, oh, I'm like, let it leave her, leave it alone, leave it, relax, relax, relax. We're, because sometimes um, two things I want to say about this. Sometimes people have to express and expel in the way they need to. Just because someone has tears or doesn't have tears mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything for in jet overall, right? Yeah, it's, it, it does. It's, 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 it's not about comparing one to the other. Someone may have no tears outside and inside they've had a whole magical feeling. And others, like myself, I express fully out, outwardly. And um, so she was expressing fully and, and on and on and, you know, and... Um, I won't ever forget that. But it was for me, I was I was okay with it. Other people were getting nervous. Yeah, well, was they weren't expressing. new. Yeah, they have the idea about being uh what do they call that, an 
Ab reaction. Ab reaction. I don't think there's such a thing as ab reaction. So I let them play it out. They're, it's them loosening up. It's their way of moving of their... Or that energy that needs to move through them in their yes. way. Now we know, then we didn't have the question, hey, superconscious mind, could you allow this to do happen? If it's appropriate to be more calmly released, right? Yeah. And if so, it isn't? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, I remember that clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do too. What challenges for a practitioner does SP solve, would you say, if any? I am going to say yes. It, 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 well, coming from the practitioner's perspective that you asked me, um, there's been times that clients come into my office and I think, what the heck am I going to do with this? What, you know, because I, I believe that anything that has to do with the mind can be worked with hypnosis and everything has to do with the mind. All of it's our own perspective. And so um, I, I I learned how to use scripts and, and and back in the day with cassette tapes and you make a cassette yeah. tape. I didn't even, I didn't even, I wasn't even learned really about direct suggestion in the beginning, though I had a great um, uh, training and, I, and she was great. Um, so once I learned direct suggestions and all that kind of stuff, and then I had to do scripts, scripts, scripts for different things, different things. And I, and I never really, well, after a while, I understood that that's just a, you know, a formula, so to speak. But the clients always give you everything you need to know. But sometimes there's just no connection. You just, what the heck? And so with Simpson Protocol, I always have a way to get to this is going to be weird the way I'm getting to this it's a way to get to the issue right but what's really wonderful or what I find fascinating is with scripts we're still using ourselves or even even just taking the information the client gives us we're still using our judgment of what they need as a hypnotist and I'm not saying that's wrong or right I'm just saying it's different right it's 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 not as non-leading or non-evasive as using Simpson protocol because they're getting from within and without with their connection whatever it is for them because we have to talk about super conscious too right they're getting what's right for them mm -hmm. no matter what mm -hmm. without me having to know the right words or the right metaphor yeah or the, now i could ask super if i have a feeling could I add super, would it be appropriate superconscious for me to add yes or no? And I could, but I don't, we're poor. Yeah. Takes a lot of judgment out. It's really, really yeah. very simple. And once you know how, it's very simple. Now I call this process holistic. That's inclusive. Right. Body, mind, spirit, soul, everything. Right. So what do you think about that? I think clients get what they're supposed to get. I used to be uh, quite nervous um, at times because I wasn't able to fix someone or do what, you know, as a new hypnotist, right? Oh my gosh, I messed up or whatever. And I had to make a deal with the universe. You bring them 
and I will do my best. Hmm. And they always get what they're supposed to get. What they're supposed to get. Maybe they didn't get what they, they get what they need, right? They got what they needed from me, which maybe helped solve the problem or gave them an aha moment to move to their next thing that they need to go to, right? So that's overall with hypnosis and working and change work and all that. With symptom protocol, how is their willingness? Well, right? that's why how I say be open to possibility because they, right. they aren't. And we talk about, we talk about, okay, I came to you with this issue, meaning I, I want to stop smoking or I want to um, uh, uh, be less this, right? When really we don't want to know what you want to stop anyway. It's like, what's your, where do you want to go? Where, what's your desired outcome? Okay, great. You want to stop smoking, but what do you want? I want to be stress-free, nicotine-free, happy, healthy. That's what we work towards. And outside of sense of protocol in general, when I talk to people just about life, right? I always talk about you can't keep pushing away what you don't want. That's universal law. You can't, you keep pushing it away. It's going to keep coming to you because you have to go through that fire to prove. Instead, much like Simpson Protocol, we say, forget about what you don't want. Forget about it. Let it go away because you put your focus on what you do want to allow that change and that magic to happen. Yeah. And I, you know, just in even conversation, like is it with my niece, with whoever, when we talk about, oh, Greg, can you help me with it? What is the problem? Well, I don't want to. Okay, so what do you want? What do you want? I don't want, no. What do you want? And so then with clients, we talk about the desired outcome. And that's really And important. it's much more than smoking or, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, yeah. weight, smoking, those things that people think hypnotists always do. I rarely do a lot of smoking and things like that. But especially with weight, when I do do weight, it's not about the weight. It has nothing to do with the weight. What feelings are you stuffing? What 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 possible experiences have you gone through that you haven't released yet? What sort of intangible things, right, that that we're holding on to? Because it's all about that energy and pockets of energy that are just stuck and and encapsulated and we're holding on to if we could just get out of our own way. And truthfully, when I say this to you and as or whoever's watching, I'm also saying it to myself. Because yeah. it's a it's a it's 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 a continuum. It's a you know, and we all slip into oh, I don't want. Okay, what do you want, Greg? <laughs> yeah, that's the same with um, beliefs that are um, harming you. Right. Right. right? Or self harming our core, you know, our our uh, belief system that we have that no longer works. It might have worked at one time, yeah. like how to. Oh, Lord, here we go. Uh, let's say there happens to be a person that I know well <laughs> who has, uh, I think everything boils down to fear, actually, right? And so there's a belief system of being seen as unsafe. Yeah. And growing up, that was true. But now as an adult, it's you're having to make that shift so that you can be seen to share and help 
and have to learn that it is safe. Because we're an adult, we're not a little kid anymore. So it's working on that belief system, right, to shift change and release those things to allow us to come into who we want to be. Not focusing, not just focusing or manipulating consciously or working solely at the subconscious level, but being able to go deeper and further, how does this help the client and perhaps the practitioner? Well, if we're talking, one thing I learned from my, um, my initial training with my wonderful teacher was good hypnotists, not saying anybody's not a good hypnotist. So anybody out there that's a hypnotist, I'm not calling anybody not a good hypnotist. Good hypnotists tend to go into trance when they're working with their clients. Yeah. I think it's sort of a natural. Right. Yeah. It's it's really, it's a focused concentration, right? It's a, it's a focused concentration. And if you have, like people come into my office, clients come into my office, there is nothing else in my life in those moments but them. So that allows for trance, right? Yeah. And and it allows it for them trance. It allows them for because you're it's a whole symbiotic situation. If I'm fidgety and nervousy, they're gonna be they're here to have me just it's okay. It's okay that you have this. It's okay. It's all right now. Let's see what we're gonna do. Let's see what we can allow to have happen. And I don't want to limit it by you saying, I just want to get rid of this or that. We don't know. So let's allow, let's play. Yeah. Right? Let's let's play and be more expansive. There was a question you just asked me that I sort of answered the first part, but I didn't answer the second part. What's the second part, Inez? The second part is um, how does it help the client, perhaps the practitioner? What's the first part then? What does uh, SP, um, how does it help the client mean? Yeah, by not focusing con on the conscious and working even oh, at the subconscious, you know, listen, we don't every, work at that subconscious. And every time, nearly every time, a client will come in and will do some sort of protocol, which in part of it, if some people don't know this, is there's some experiences that cause or affect the issue. Majority of the times after the session is over, the client's like, I would have never thought that experience had anything to do with this issue. It's just allowing to get to that database of all the information yeah. to allow things to shift and move and that it's not always what they thought when they came in, it was. And it's pretty incredible how it's evolved in the last, well, that was close to 20 years ago, not quite 20 years when he started. Yeah, because I didn't know you then, so. No, but <laughs> we were, we are close. <laughs> <laughs> but but I really like the people who really are open to possibility because super conscious isn't a thing that's there like this. It's just whatever they understand it to be. Right, right. Right. And I, I do very little explaining of what that is because I give some examples, but that's mine, not yours. So you, whatever yeah, it is for and everybody's you. different. So what kind of experience, no, what kind of experiences have you worked with for the SP? Just randomly a few out of the um, One was I had a, a client come in for, I'd say, the joy of flying to already start changing the mind. It's not about, the, they, they're wanting to, they, it's not the fear of flying. You're coming in for the joy. We're bringing you to the joy of flying. 
And her comment was after we were done and she took a trip and stuff, she gave me a quick call. She goes, you know, the funny thing is, is we never even talked about flying. <laughs> and she had no issues with flying. You know, that was kind of funny. Um, I've had, um, I've had the, the, the privilege, I guess, of working with other trainers. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, all over the world that sometimes, you know, if we need some help ourselves, because I constantly work on myself and they're generous and we work with each other or whatever. And to learn some of the questions that I now use with my clients, are you, I'll ask about super conscious about the client. Are they connected to their source? Are they connected uh, in the most best way? And that's whatever it means to them. It's, um, and I tend to also move towards energy, entity, soul energy, things like that. And I've had, uh, I've had one client in particular who, very fear-based teenager, who we were able to release some energy, entity, soul work that allowed him to then be able to grow and be able to go back to school and be social again, which he wasn't for over a year. Wasn't going to school, wasn't social, wasn't all sorts of things. And so that was really incredible. And was it the next day that everything was perfect? No. It was over the next couple of weeks then that things started opening up and moving, whereas for the past year, Without our work, nothing was happening. Yeah. And that's one of the major things of the question that we have is how long will this session process? Right? I don't know. We don't know because sometimes they're going to process right away. And sometimes some people, I've had them take three weeks. Right. I, I'm sure, but I, I'm sure with, with, with it, look, the conscious mind's hearing everything. Right. Yeah. And the conscious mind and free will is always going to protect ourselves and stuff. So yeah. you never have to worry about anything happening to you. Right. But the thing, too, is as the conscious mind is listening and judging a little bit, though we don't want them to. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's normal. They're going to take experiences that they had in in session and start kind of filtering it going, oh, I could do that. Yeah, that's what that meant. Oh, and they're going to start putting it and integrating, I think this is how I feel about it, into how it works for them if they're yeah. going to allow it. Yeah. yeah. Now, I had a I had a, 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 a client who became a student who I sometimes at the end of a session, I'll say, super conscious mind, could you please give them a little surprise, a little something, a little, so they know that things are working the way they'd like to and this and that and the other. And also taught them, of course, there's self-hypnosis with the, the, the anchors and that sort of thing. And so they were using that a couple of days later. And I asked within the week if they could have the surprise. And she's had a pain in her back for quite a while, a slight pain that just bothered her. She's very active and stuff, but it's always in the way. And things started happening to her physically when she was doing her self-hypnosis in bed one night and stuff. And the next day, she didn't have that pain anymore. And then she's like, I'm taking the class. <laughs> and she did. She's good. She's, she's going to be great. You know? Good. So there's, yeah. there's things, emotional things. There's 
physical things. There's all sorts of things that are unexplicable. And I'm not here to explain it. No. I'm not here to explain. It's interesting how science is now confirming things that our ancestors have already done. Yes. And I again, I'm not here to convince, to explain it. You know, I, I, there's, there's just things that I don't that have happened that I don't I, I don't want to explain. I don't I don't have the words, so it doesn't. I had a client. I, I know we have only so much time, but I had a client who lovely, especially this was in the beginning when I first started using symptom protocol and I was practicing and stuff. And when they were finished, they were sobbing. And I always ask, is there something you want to debrief about? Is there something you want to share? No, 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 no. I said, are you okay? Yes, I'm good. I'm so good. And they were, but they were sobbing. It was, it was kind of, you know, hard, uh, being emotional that I am. And, um, a year later, we were together for something else because I know them. And I said, hey, it's been a year and you came and saw me and stuff. And I, I'm kind of curious, would you mind telling me now? Is it time enough past that you could tell me what happened? I said, oh, sure. I had a conversation with God. I said, cool, okay. You know, I'm not in their mind, body, spirit, and soul. But that's what happened for them within their belief system and in their reality of it all that shifts them. And that's the whole thing about this is whether it doesn't matter what I say here as, you know, I do my best to be the the practitioner and, and, and to really help you feel secure and safe in that rapport that you are okay and then allow the things to happen. Yeah. Because I don't do anything, really. I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't have that kind of power. If I did, I'd be no. I'd have a, I'd have a bigger house, I'd have a lot of I'd have all sorts of things if I had that power. But it's giving people that safety, that place of safety and comfort and, and security to allow themselves to open up to something different of their own creation. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> I ask you this. What type of person or profession benefits mostly by learning SP? By learning SP? Yes. Like, it, like to be course. my to be my student? Yes. Anybody, anybody that's in a first of all, I think it's good for anybody that wants to learn just for themselves. Yeah. That they can learn language and ways about life and energy and experience to use in any job that they're in to build rapport and all sorts of stuff because rapport is everything in any kind of occupation lifestyle everything right um i think as far as anybody that's looking to help people it what are you a counselor are you a massage therapist that wants to add more into their practice are you a, a coach are you a you know anybody that's trying to help people to become more and to let go yeah so you know it's really about change and growth everybody has a skill i i, I don't care if you're 
someone that just sits at home and watch TV. Everybody has a skill meeting. They have their own ways of thinking, their own processes, their own way of asking questions and things like that, which would always make them unique as a Simpson Protocol practitioner. Wow. I think on that note, we can sort of end the conversation. Is there anything you'd like to say besides that might be very powerful? Powerful. Well, just I wanted you... to say, hey, always check my schedule to see what I'm teaching in class. But, you know, <laughs> when I'm feeling a bit stuck, when I'm feeling a bit unhappy or I'm feeling a bit weary, it's because I'm not growing or I've hit up against one of those fears because I think it all comes down to fear. I've already said that before earlier. Yeah. And I have to look at those fears and then do my work, whether it's my because I do self-hypnosis and all that kind of stuff to move through it. And sometimes it doesn't matter what it is. And sometimes it does, and you need that aha moment. But know that it's only the moments. And and um, take a breath and keep moving through it. You know, what yeah. do you want? Not what are you trying to get away from? What do you want? Yeah. And I, I just want people to get to uh, not, they want to stop smoking. And that's it for life. You know, they never look at it again. But you understand if we're not doing that, because they're not being smoke-free, they are, but they're getting a lot more. So I want them to sort of think of this as a growth system. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Allowing you to move towards system. what you want. Yeah. And it's a lot grander than what you want to get rid of. Well, thank you very much, Greg Beckett. And that was a very good interview. Oh, well, thanks. I enjoyed it. <laughs>